0: Given that it is Father's Day, uh, I thought it would be good to share some fatherly advice today, so I went to the source of all wisdom, the internet, and uh, found this beautiful fatherly advice, a number of these that I think you'll find very, very helpful. Uh, I thought about using dad jokes, but uh, Rachel shares more than enough of those with us, so we decided to go with fatherly advice instead. So uh, here's a few pieces of spectacular fatherly advice. Everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time, just like you. So that's good advice, reminds us that we're all equal and everyone's the same at the end of the day. Never ask someone to do something that you wouldn't do yourself. That's a principle that I very much believe in and uh, try to live by. You're not going to catch a fish unless your line is in the water. So that's helpful. You you need to actually put yourself out there if you want to be able to do anything. Uh, Those who believe they can and those who believe they can't are both right. I'll let you think about that one. Those who believe they can and those who believe they can't are both right. It's good advice too. I also found some uh, less helpful advice that I'm sure most of us have probably heard at different times. So money doesn't grow on trees. Anyone ever hear that from uh, a father figure in their lives? Yes, I think a couple of us have heard that. Uh, If you were told to jump off a cliff, would you? I know that uh, our kids have heard that because I said it yesterday at lunch. So uh, yes, that's definitely one that's there. Uh, And this one that's probably not super helpful, life's not fair, deal with it. (laughs) not terribly helpful really. So some advice that we get is very helpful and others not so much. We're going to uh, spend the next month digging through the book of Proverbs and uh, there's a lot of very good advice that we find there. And hopefully a number of you have spent some time in Proverbs over the last six weeks as we've gone through our reading plan and have uh, kind of prepared yourself a little bit for what we're going to be looking at in this series. I'm going to talk more about the book of Proverbs and a bit more of an introduction next week when we get into the series proper. But we recognise that the book of Proverbs, a lot of the Proverbs that are there are uh, advice from a father to a son and uh, King Solomon is the one who wrote the book of Proverbs, or most of it anyway, and uh, most of it was written as advice for him to give to his son. But there is an understanding that the book of Proverbs was actually like a handbook that was given to the people of Israel. The expectation was that fathers would take the book of Proverbs and that they would use that as a way of being able to go through this with their kids as they grew up, to be able to help them to understand how to live a full life and how to be able to make wise decision and so uh, that's what we see throughout this book and that's what we're going to unpack over the coming weeks is some of this amazing wisdom that ideally would have been passed down from generation to generation and so today in particular we want to talk about this concept of fatherly advice and again want to recognise that for some of us we've received beautiful fatherly advice from our biological dads and uh, they've been an inspiration and a help to us. But for others of us, that hasn't been the case. But all of us have got those father figures in our lives. And whether that's grandparents, whether that's uncles, whether that's family friends, whether that's teachers, leaders, all of us at different times have been able to receive really wise fatherly advice that's made a huge difference in our lives. And as we have a look at Proverbs chapter 2, we're reminded that this idea of pursuing wisdom is a quest that all of us need to choose to go on. If we want wise advice in our lives, it's not something that's just normally going to fall into our lap. So Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. So what we read there is very, very proactive. Treasure these commands. Tune your ears. Concentrate. Cry out. Ask. Search. Seek. We can see that this idea of getting wisdom in our lives is something that's a very proactive thing that we need to do, something we need to be intentional about and something that we need to be diligent about. And there's this helpful image there of the idea of searching for hidden treasure. And if we want to look for hidden treasure, there's a couple of ways that we can do that. One is that someone can give us a treasure map and say there's some hidden treasure that's buried here. And we've got a map and so we get ready and we go on a journey to wherever that treasure is. We take the right tools with us, we take a shovel with us and we take a pick with us and we dig up the treasure. And we have a high sense of expectation that we're gonna be successful and ultimately be rewarded with that. The other way, of course, is for us to just wander around and hope that we might stumble across a gold nugget that happens to be lying on the ground, or a $50 note that someone happened to have dropped. A couple of years ago, we went on a trip up north, uh, up to Uluru, and uh, we stayed at Coober Pedy on the way up there. And it blew my mind that there's all of these people who have just bought these big blocks of land in the hope that they might find hidden treasure, that they might be able to dig up opal. And so some people spend their whole lives just digging through the dirt in the hope that they might be able to find something. We're told that pursuing wisdom is the same in terms of how we approach that in our lives. We have a choice to make about whether we embrace the map that's been given to us and we use the tools that have been given to us and intentionally go on a quest to search for wisdom or whether we just kind of wander around in our lives and hope that we might stumble across some wisdom somewhere and uh, hope that we might find the treasure that way. So it's a good question as we begin to talk about this idea of wisdom to say, is it something that I am intentionally and diligently pursuing in my life? Or is it something that I'm just randomly hoping is going to come my way? Well, we're then told in verse 5 that ultimately the source of all wisdom is God Himself. Verse 5 says, Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you'll gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So we're told that ultimately all wisdom comes from God, regardless of the source that we receive it from, particularly in terms of people who might have spoken good advice into our lives. Ultimately, God is the one who gives us good advice. And we recognise that God wants us to be able to receive the advice that he's got for us, that God is speaking to us consistently and wanting to share wisdom in our lives. The question is, again, are we diligently listening so that we can receive that? And when we think about this idea of hearing God speak to us and hearing God speak wisdom into our lives, sometimes we can think, well, what does that look like? Am I supposed to just kind of sit and hope there's a big booming voice from heaven that speaks to me and tells me exactly what I'm supposed to do? I haven't ever had that experience. If you have and you've heard God that way, then that's great. That's never been my experience. For me, I've consistently found that there are four ways that God generally speaks to me. And I've found these really, really helpful maps and tools to be able to use. The first is obviously the Bible. It's a clear way that God speaks to us and speaks wisdom into our lives. As we think about the teachings of Jesus that we find in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, as we think about Proverbs, as we think about Psalms, as we think about the letters that Paul wrote, there's so much wisdom throughout the pages of scripture. And so we have the opportunity on a regular basis to be able to stop and say, God, what do you want to say to me through the pages of the Bible? But once again, it's something that requires intentionality from us. We have to choose to open our Bibles up and read them. But we also need to stop long enough to say, God, what is it that you want to say to me? That's what we try and do with our reading plans, is to be able to say, okay, what do I sense that God's saying? What are the things that I can learn from this and what does it mean to put these things into practice? So the Bible is one way that God speaks to us. Secondly, God speaks to us through prayer. And if we want God to speak to us through prayer, that requires us to stop long enough to listen to what he might have to say to us in prayer. I don't know about you, but often my prayer times are filled with all of the things that I want to say and not necessarily as much time listening to what God might have to say to me. So God wants to speak wisdom into our lives, but again, we have to be intentional about that. We have to stop long enough to say, God, what is it that you want to say to me? What do I sense that I'm hearing God say to me as I spend time just listening to him? Thirdly, our experiences are opportunities for God to speak wisdom into our lives. But this again requires intentionality because we can just go from one thing to another to another to another and not really learn anything. If we want to learn from our experiences and reap the wisdom that God's got for us there, then we actually need to stop and reflect on the circumstances that have been happening to us? Why is it that I reacted the way that I did in that situation? Why is it that that person reacted the way that they did in that situation? What might have been going on for them? What can I learn from that situation, either in a positive sense or in a negative sense? What can I make sure that I don't do again? Or why is it that that was such a valuable experience to me? What does that teach me, the wisdom that God wants to speak into my life? But all of that, again, requires intentionality to stop long enough to say, God, what were you wanting to tell me from these circumstances that I've just been through? And then fourthly, other people. We can hear God's wisdom through other people as we spend time together, learning together, journeying together, and giving each other the opportunity to speak into our lives and to say, what do you sense that God's saying through these things that I've been experiencing? It's a big part of why we have started these connect groups and really uh, pushing forward with those is to be able to get together and to ask ourselves some very intentional questions to say, where have I been experiencing God's peace? What's been getting in the way of me experiencing God's peace? Again, how have my experiences been shaping me and what's God saying to me through that? What have I been learning as I've been reading through the pages of scripture? That again is coming back to these questions here but together being able to say, well, on the basis of what's going on, what's one thing that I want to put into practice in my life? What's one next step that I want to take as I move away from here? We've got the opportunity to be able to share those things. But again, that requires intentionality. It requires choices to say, I'm going to set time aside to meet with other people to have those conversations. So I've found all of those really helpful ways to be able to hear what God has to say. But we do have to recognise that each of them on their own can be a little bit dangerous if we say, well, that's the only way that God speaks to me. It is really easy to misinterpret some of the things that we read in the Bible. It's really easy for us to misinterpret some of the things that we just, I sense that God's saying this to me through prayer. It's really easy for us to take our experiences and say, well, this is definitely what God's doing because of this. It's very dangerous to have someone else come and say to us, I think that God is saying this to you, and we just take that at face value. But it's kind of like a chair. The more of these things that we take together, the stronger the foundation is. So if we just have one of those things and we sense God saying something to us through that, it's a little bit wobbly. Once we get two, three, four of those things where we're hearing God say the same things to us through that, That's where we can move forward with confidence to say, I sense this is what God is saying. This is the wisdom that God's trying to speak into my life through all of these different areas. The great thing is that this isn't some treasure hunt that is a big mystery, where God's just kind of dangling these things out there. We understand that God desperately wants us to be able to receive his wisdom. God's passionate about us being able to hear from him He is the source of all wisdom and he wants to speak that into our lives. And so as we pursue these things, we can do that with that sense of expectation that we are going to find what it is that God's got for us. But the other thing that's really amazing that we read in those verses is that it's not just about learning some things about God. Pursuing wisdom is not just about me having a better understanding of who God is. But in actual fact, the more that we pursue wisdom, the more that we get to know God the more that we get to know God's character, the deeper our relationship with God goes. As we embrace wisdom in our lives, our relationship with God actually goes to a deeper place. So, if we choose to go on this quest for wisdom, and if we do embrace that God is the source of wisdom, then we can recognise that there are some things that we should expect are going to happen. In verse 7, we read that God grants the treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you'll understand what is right, just and fair and you'll find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. We recognise that as we pursue wisdom, there are some things that happen in our lives. And the biggest one of those is that we are protected. Listen again to some of the words that are used there. It's a shield, protection. We're guarded, we're watched over, we're kept safe. When we choose to embrace the wisdom that God's got for us, it protects us from a whole bunch of things that would otherwise come our way. Now, I wanna be really careful here because there are some schools of thought that have been very dangerous that go along this line, which simply says, so the reason why you're going through a hard and difficult time right now is all your fault because of the choices that you've made and that we do not believe in the slightest. Some people end up going through really, really hard, difficult circumstances, and it has nothing to do with the choices that they've made. I wanna say that up front. But we also wanna recognise that there are a number of circumstances that we find ourselves in our lives, that if we're honest, are the consequences of the choices that we've made. And generally, those consequences are because of poor choices that we've made that have not been filled with God's wisdom. And that's what this passage is saying. If we choose to embrace wisdom, then we'll be protected from the consequences of those silly decisions where we didn't stop long enough to think something through, or where we just jumped into something, or where we made poor choices. We're protected from all of that because of the wisdom that God gives to us. But it's not just this defensive strategy. There's also some real positives that come out of this. This idea of our hearts being filled with joy as we receive wisdom. As I said, this idea of having a deeper sense of connection with God. Knowing the right way for us to go in our lives and having confidence about what that looks like. Having our hearts shaped. And whenever the Bible talks about our heart, it's generally talking about our motives, the very core of who we are. So if we pursue wisdom, then those are some of the things that we can expect to come into our lives. Now, I do want to just say a very important caveat with all of this, that we need to know the difference between wisdom and information, which is what you've got in your teaching notes. Now, Beck found this fantastic video that they're watching out in God's Gang today, which talked about the difference between wisdom and knowledge. And so if your teaching notes had not been printed on Thursday, then they would have said wisdom versus knowledge rather than wisdom versus information, because I think that that's really helpful. So the difference between wisdom and knowledge is that knowledge is just about knowing stuff, Information is just about things that stay up in our head. Oh, that's really interesting. That's an interesting piece of information. And we have to be very careful because we live in an era where we have more of that at our fingertips than we've ever had before. We can spend all of our days discovering new and fascinating information, just gaining knowledge, all of these things that we know. Wisdom is different from that because wisdom is about taking the knowledge we've got and applying it through the choices that we make. And so we want to be very, very clear that that's when we talk about wisdom. We're not just talking about learning stuff. We are talking about the things that we have learned that are then shaping the choices that we make, the decisions that we make, the things that we say, the things that we do. When we talk about pursuing wisdom, we're talking about that. How do I not just learn some stuff, but how do I embrace that and live that out in my life? So, want to give us an opportunity to be able to do a little bit of reflecting on what that looks like. The reflection question that you've got is how would I describe my pursuit of wisdom? So if I was to describe myself as on a quest for wisdom, how would I describe what that looks like? Here's a couple of things that you might like to think about. In what ways am I pursuing wisdom in my life? If we do recognise that we've been given this map and we've been given these tools to be able to discover the treasure of wisdom, which of those am I embracing? And we think back to those four things that I mentioned earlier. How much am I choosing to read the Bible and to reflect on what it says? How much am I spending time in prayer and listening to God? How much am I reflecting on my experiences? How much am I taking time to meet with other people to be able to say what do we sense that God is saying to us? How much am I embracing the tools and the map that's been given to me? And how much am I just kind of wandering around hoping that I might just stumble over something in my daily life? So in what ways am I pursuing wisdom? Might be something you wanna reflect on. Might also be helpful to think about what gets in the way of us making wise decisions. So what are the things that are happening in our lives that stop us from going on this quest for wisdom? And that could be simply about rushing into things. For some of us, we don't make wise choices simply because we're rushing from one thing to the next to the next to the next and we never stop long enough to think, is this actually the best choice for me to make? Is this the wisest decision for me to make? And if so, based on what wisdom am I making this decision? For some of us, it could be about people who pressure us to make hasty decisions. We could have people in our lives who rush us into different things, or we feel the pressure from other people to do things that we know are not aligned with God's wisdom. But it might be helpful for us to think who's getting in the way or what's getting in the way of me being able to pursue wisdom. And for some of us today, might just be a helpful day to be able to reflect on the people who have reflected God's wisdom to us. Again, on Father's Day, for some of us, may be an opportunity for us to say thank you to our biological dads or the wisdom that they've given into our lives. But for others of us, it might be about thinking, again, about a grandparent, an uncle, a family friend, a mentor, a leader, a teacher, someone who we know has spoken God's wisdom into our lives. And to say today or this week, we're going to make it a priority to reach out to them and to just say thank you, to send them a message, give them a call, to write them a letter, send them a card, to take the opportunity to just say thank you for the wisdom that you've given in my life. Thank you for the way that you have reflected God's wise heart into my circumstances. I had the privilege this week of being able to reconnect with a mentor from about 20 years ago in my life. Um, who made a huge difference. Uh, he lives in Victoria, so he didn't have anything else to do because he's in lockdown, so <laughs> he was happy to make some time for me. Um, but it was a great opportunity for me to be able to say thank you to him. He was someone who spoke a lot of wisdom into my life in my 20s and was someone who really set me on the path that I have been on. And so I was able to say to him, thank you for the wisdom that you not only spoke into my life, but that you modelled into my life. Because if it wasn't for that, I probably would have taken a very different path makes a huge difference just being able to say thank you to the people who've spoken wisdom into our lives. So there's plenty of things for you to be able to reflect on. There might be something else that you want to think about as we take a couple of moments to just say, what does it look like for me to pursue wisdom as I head into this week, as I head into the rest of this year? What does it look like for me to go on this quest to receive the wisdom that God's got for me? Take a few moments to be able to reflect on that, and then we'll come back and we'll pray together and transition into communion. God, we thank you that you are the source of all wisdom and all of the good things that we experience in our lives, all of the good decisions that we make that ultimately allow us to experience life the way you created us to live, all of that comes from you. And we thank you that you have given us the tools to be able to experience that wisdom. That it's not something that we have to learn a whole bunch of things or we have to go through a whole bunch of hoops in order to receive it. It's something that you want to give us every single moment of every single day. That we have the opportunity to be able to learn from you through reading this amazing book that you've given us that we call the Bible, through being able to pray, through being able to reflect and hear you speak into the circumstances of our lives and that you choose to speak wisdom into us through other people. Today we want to acknowledge and thank you for the people who've spoken your wisdom into our lives, the people who've made a huge difference, the people who have helped us to be able to understand the choices that we need to make in order, again, to be able to live life the way that you want us to live. So my prayer is that you would continue uh, to inspire us about what it looks like to be people who pursue wisdom that we wouldn't just wander around randomly hoping that we will be able to embrace wisdom in our lives, but that you would help us to be intentional about listening to you and to be able to hear your voice speaking to us so that we can make the choices that are best aligned with what you've got for us. We thank you that ultimately you want to protect us, you want to give us safety, you want to take care of us. And we thank you that when we align ourselves with you, we experience that a lot of the time. So we pray that as we continue to move forward from this and as we continue to dig into this series in the weeks ahead, that you would speak wisdom into our lives so that we can live as the people that you want us to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.